Egyptian Legends and Stories Satni Kamos and the Mummies Once upon a time, there was a king of ancient Egypt called Usurmari Ramesses II, and he reigned from 1304 to 1237 BC, and he had many sons. One of these was called Satni Kamos, and he was a very learned man and used to spend his whole time wandering about the temples and studying the sacred writings that were to be found in the temple libraries. One day, as he was going around the temple of Ptah at Memphis, reading the inscriptions on the walls, he was approached by a priest who laughed at him and said, Why do you waste your time studying these writings which will not bring you any power? Come with me, and I will show you the place where the book of Thoth is. Now Thoth was the god of wisdom, And he had a book wherein was written all that was then known in the world. And anyone who read it could enchant the sea, enchant the sky, and understand all that the birds said and the animals, and could control everything by his magic power. But the priest said to Satni Kamos, This book is in the tomb of Neferkapatah, and he will not yield it to you easily. In fact, If you take it from him, he will make you bring it back to him with a forked stick and a staff in your hand and a lighted brazier on your head. From the moment that he heard those words, Satni Kamos had no more peace of mind. He could not settle to anything and did not know in what part of the world he was, so that he went to the king and explained his case and asked permission to go down to the cemetery at Saqqara, where Neferkapatah was buried, and bring back the Book of Thoth. So he went to the necropolis of Memphis, that is Saqqara, with his foster brother, Ankh Horus, and after searching for three days, they found the tomb chapel by reading the stella with Neferkapatah's name and titles. Now Satni was already a magician, so that when he found the tomb, he recited a spell and the earth opened in front of him, and he went down into the burial chamber, which was as bright as day because of the light shed by the Book of Thoth. And in the tomb he found in Neferkapatah and his wife Ahura and their son Merib. Now, though, it was really the mummy of Neferkapatah, those of Ahura and Merib were only doubles, or Kaz, because they were not buried here, but at Koptos. That is why the priest, who was really Neferkapatah, had appeared to Satni Kamos in the temple, because he wanted the bodies of his wife and son brought from Koptos to be placed in the tomb with him, so that they could all be together. Now Ahura tried to discourage Satni Kamos from taking the Book of Thoth, and she told them the terrible fate that had befallen them as a result of taking the book. The beginning of her story was very much like that which happened to Satni Kamos already. Neferkapatah had also enjoyed studying the learned writings and going around the temples reading the inscriptions, and like Satni Kamos, he was also a son of a king of Egypt, but of an earlier day. Again, he too was approached by a priest who laughed at him and told him he was wasting his time when he should be looking for the Book of Thoth, by whose means he could enchant the sky and enchant the earth and understand what the animals and the birds were saying and everything that was going on in the world. The priest told Neferkapatah 
that he would tell him where the book was to be found if he would pay for a good burial for him and have a splendid coffin made for his body. Now Neferkapetah arranged all this, and then he called upon the priest to tell him where the book of Thoth was to be found. So the priest said, The book of Thoth is to be found in the river of Koptos. That is part of the Nile that flows in the district of Koptos, a town in Upper Egypt. It is in an iron coffer, and the iron coffer is over a bronze coffer, and the bronze coffer is over a box of cinnamon wood, and the box of cinnamon wood is over a box of ivory, and the box of ivory is over a box of ebony, and inside the box of ebony is a silver box, and inside the silver box is a gold box, and inside this is the book of Thoth. And these boxes are guarded by all kinds of snakes and reptiles, and round the iron box is coiled a snake that no man can kill. From the time that the priest spoke to Neferkapetah, he lost interest in everything else and did not know in what part of the world he was. He came out of the temple and he went home and told Ahura all that had happened. She became very alarmed, for she saw that no good would come of this, and tried to persuade Neferkapetah to forget all about it. But no, he went to his father the king, on whom life, health, and strength and asked him if he could borrow the royal barge to go upriver to Koptos. The king, of course, agreed, and Neferkapetah, Ahura, and Merib, their son, set out in the royal boat to go to Koptos. When they arrived at Koptos, they were made welcome by the priest of Isis and Horus. Neferkapetah used a, caused a bull to be brought, and a goose, and he made an offering and poured a libation of wine to the gods, so that events should be favorable. Then he collected a lot of beeswax and fashioned a magic boat and filled it with models of sailors and recited a spell over it to bring them to life. And when he had done so, he placed the boat in the river and said to the sailors, Row for me, row for me. And they did, and in three days the magic boat had brought him to where the chest was at the bottom of the river. But Ahura and the boy, Merib, had remained behind in Koptos. And all the time Ahura had cried and lamented because she was afraid of what would happen to her husband. Now when Neferkapetah had arrived at the place where the chest was, he contrived by means of his magic to make the water of the, of the river rise up on each side like a wall, leaving the bed of the stream clear. Then he saw the chest, and it was surrounded by snakes and scorpions. By his magic power, he was able to enchant all these so that they fell into a deep sleep, all except the snake that no man can kill, who arose and hissed at him. Then he took his sword and cut off its head, but it immediately came to life again. And where one head had been, now there were two, and he cut it off again, and the same thing happened, only now three heads appeared. He was in despair when he thought to sprinkle the sand on the stump, and however hard it tried, the snake could not get his head fixed on firmly again, so that Neferkapetah could finally turn his attention to the chest in which was the Book of Thoth. He saw that it was an iron coffer, and he opened it, and he found inside it a bronze coffer. Inside this was a cinnamon box, cinnamon wood box, Inside this was a box of ivory, and inside this 
was an ebony box. Inside this was a silver box, and inside this was a box of gold, in which was the Book of Thoth. When Neferkapatah drew out the book, he recited a formula of what was written in it. He enchanted the heavens, he enchanted the sky, he enchanted the earth, he understood what the birds said, and the animals, and the fishes, in the river, and the seas. He saw the sun as it mounted in the sky, with its cycle of the gods, and the moon, and the stars. And he took the book, and he returned to the wax boat, and he said to the sailors, Row for me, row for me, take me back to Koptos. And they did. And he returned to where Ahura and the boy Merib waited for him. And Ahura had sat silently waiting for him, not eating or sleeping, till he returned. And she put out her hand and took the book of Thoth. And she too enchanted the heavens and the earth, and saw and heard what the birds and animals and fishes said, and saw the sun rising and the moon and the sky and the cycle of the gods. And Neferkapatah took ink, and he wrote all that was in the book. And he took beer and washed away the writing, and he drank it, and he knew forever all that was written in the book of Thoth. Then Neferkapatah and Ahura made offerings for his safe return, and after the requisite time had passed, they embarked on the royal barge and set out for Memphis. Now Thoth was furious when he found out what had happened to his book. And he went up to Ra, the king of the gods, and he pleaded with him to let him have Neferkapatah, who had stolen his book from him. And Ra said to him, He is all yours. Do with him what you will. And at that moment, the royal barge was sailing northward toward Memphis, and the boy Merib came out from under the awning, and by the power of Thoth he was drawn over the side and drowned. Neferkapatah, by the power of the book, was able to hear from the boy what had happened and how Ra had given him over to Thoth for vengeance. Then they turned round the royal barge because the souls of men cannot rest till the right burial rites are carried out. And they took the boy's body back to Koptos and they built a tomb and they had the body embalmed and all this took 72 days. When the funeral was over and the body lay to rest, they set off again for Memphis. And when they arrived at the same spot on the river where the boy had met his death, the power of Thoth drew Ahura out from under the awning, and she fell in the river and was drowned. So Neferkapatah, by his magic means, brought up her body also, and heard what had happened, and turned round the royal barge and went back to Koptos, where after she was embalmed, she was buried in the same tomb as her son. But Neferkapatah returned to the royal barge and set sail again for Memphis. He knew that he could not escape his fate, but he tied to his waist the book of Thoth, so that even if he died, Thoth should not have it. When the boat reached the same place, the power of Thoth drew him out from under the awning, and he fell in the river and was drowned. But by the power of the book, his body became entangled with the steering ropes, and it was dragged behind the royal barge all the way to Memphis. Here it was found, taken out and buried with all the appropriate rites in the burial ground of Memphis at Saqqara. However, Satni Kamos was unmoved by all this tale of woe, 
and when Ahura had finished her story, all he said was, Give me the book of Thoth. If you will not give it to me, I will take it by force. Neferkapatah then raised himself up on his buyer and said, Are you capable of obtaining this book by your powers as an excellent scribe, or by skill in playing against me? Let us play for it. Satney agreed to this proposal, and the game board was produced and the dogs that were on it, and they played. Neferkapatah won a game from Satney, and Neferkapatah caused Satney to sink into the earth up to his legs. The second time they played, and again Satney lost, and this time he sank up to his wrist. And with a third game, Satney sank into the ground up to his armpits. Then he called on his foster brother to help him and bring him his books of magic and his talisman to protect him. And with their help, he got out of this difficulty. When Satney rose from the earth, he stretched out his hand and took the book of Thoth from where it lay between Neferkapatah and Ahura. And as he went out of the tomb, darkness descended on him, because the only light was that of the book. Then said Neferkapatah to Ahura, Do not be distressed because of this. I will make him bring it back with a forked stick in his hand and a lighted brazier on his head. Satni, when he came out, told the king all that had happened to him, and he was advised to return the book to Neferkapatah. But he would not, and instead spent all his time reading it. Everything went wrong for him. He ceased to pay attention to his affairs because of the book. He fell in love with a priestess who took all his possessions from him. He lost his wife, his children died, and his house was burnt down. All these were punishments sent to him because he had taken something which was not his. He finally found himself outside the city walls without a rag to his back and was forced to go to the king and admit he had made a mistake. The king then advised him to take a forked stick in his hand and a bright lighted brazier on his head and go back to the tomb and restore the book to Neferkapatah. So this is what Satni did. When he got to the tomb, he restored the brightness to it, which had been missing when he took the book away. Then Neferkapatah said to him, There is one more thing you must do before we can rest in peace. You must go to Koptos and find where Ahura and Merib were buried, and you must bring their bodies here so that we can all rest in one tomb. So Satni went to the king, his father, on whom be life, health, and strength, and asked for the royal barge to take him up to Koptos. There he spent three days and nights searching for the place of rest of Ahura and the boy Merib, and finally he was helped by an old man who told him that the tomb was under the corner of the priest's house. There he found the tomb and the mummies. He took them and brought them by water to Saqqara, where they were placed in the tomb with Neferkapatah and the Book of Thoth. This complete writing, where is related the story of Setni Kamos and Neferkapatah, was written by the scribe Zaharpto in the year 35 in the month of Taibi.